previously on 3BI Beer Scene Investigations. I'm Agent Modello. This is my partner, Agent Weinerstefaner. Take a look at this yeast. It's eating the more complex sugars. It's mutated! You know what that means. Is that bread and amices? Oh. My. God. Yeah, the new guy's around the corner puking his guts out. Well, in Kansas, no one cares. I created a 3D rendering to show just where this pour went wrong. Wait. Back up. Rotate 30 degrees. Who's holding that can? It's cutter pouring. And that's where it all went wrong. El Paso? I thought you were from Amarillo. This guy just can't keep his story straight, huh? There's plenty of yeast where you're going, buddy. Women's prison. There is a podcast no one asked for. A podcast you never knew you didn't want. Three beers in. This is the podcast. I anticipate a Thanks for joining us on Three Beers In. Tonight, we'll be drinking with... Daniel. And Gabby. From, from the Texas Yeast Lab. Part two. We also have... Clint. Joel's here. Joel's here. <laughs> and... Cutter. There we go. Uh, do you so, guys want to get into this Pilsner or Kel? Yes. Sure. Let's do it. So all of these beers come in amber bottles. So right. light can transmit into these. But the, the Pilsner or Kel, which is, you know, the un- similar style... That one comes in a can, so there's less, you know, le- well, no light, none. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not light struck. Yeah, so you all. end up with a lot of those those compounds in beer that can get destroyed by light, sits on a shelf for a year or since 2008 or whatever, <laughs> you know, this was made. And it doesn't really taste right. Like people go to Germany and they're like, oh man, I had spot and lager yeah. and it blew me away. Oh, oh yeah, because you're right next to Another yeah. common theme amongst the brewers we've talked to is a trip to Germany yeah. and tasting the beers over there and being like... Yeah, and that really starts their... Yeah. Quest? Quest yeah. to yeah, bring exactly. good beer good back word. to Texas. You Definitely. Know? Yeah, and I think that's something that, you know, just out of necessity, we can't really get it here that fresh. So you end up with something that doesn't quite... Canning is the best way to go as far as storing yes. beer. I know that brown bottles yeah. I hear blocks out as much as 98% of the light green bottles which pilsner or kill ironically is yeah. mostly stored in as Are green bottles worse. which is as little as 10% of the light is blocked out yeah. with a green bottle so this is i mean this is actually kind of one of my og favorite beers like from from back in the day like i had budvar and i had pilsner urkel when i was younger and i was just like wow what is this and that was out of a green bottle so yeah. I, I really like this out of the 
you know, out of the cans. Yeah, the can looks awesome. I like that you got it, it in a pint. Yeah. yeah. And it comes in pints. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, As a beer that's, should. that's something that, that I enjoy. Yeah. That smell. Yeah. Mm. Now, Joel, when you think of beer, <laughs> is, this... is this how beer should smell? Yes, would be my answer to that question. This is a really, I love this. The, the smell of the sauce hops and you this, guys know uh, smell is the last thing I noticed about a beer. The biscuity malts. <laughs> Ross, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we're about the same, and I'm not even certified. <laughs> Ross and I are uh, certified Cicerone beer yeah. servers. Beer servers, yeah. Beer oh, servers. okay. Yeah, but nice. only only level one or whatever that is. Gotcha. Well, and I have, I have my brewing bag. Like a true jealous man. You you guys didn't know about my brewing badge, badge yet, though. No, I did not know about your brewing badge. We need, we need badges. It's on my badge. We do need badges. Yeah. You got a hat? <laughs> we have a hat, yeah. You do have a shop on your website, right? Yes. Like, for merchandise? Not... No. No. Oh, okay. Not yet. That's actually something that we probably should have done yeah. a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I was thinking, because uh, I saw the hat, so I was like, oh, yeah, you can... You need those, to jump right? on those shower curtains. <laughs> yes. Those are flying yeah. off the shelf. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm no, actually no. wanting Don't. to pre-order a three beers in shower curtain. Don't do it. <laughs> we have them for sale. It's oh, my. Threadless.com it's slash three beers what, in. What did y'all tell the me the price three. was? It was like 52 let, bucks or something. 52 oh bucks for a shower curtain. <laughs> hey, hey, let, let's not... Lose the sales before we get them, <laughs> and we recommend you turn it inside so you see all of our faces. Oh yeah, while you're showering. Yeah. yeah. So I told them when I buy my new house, if it has a full third bathroom for a guest bathroom, I will buy a shower curtain and put it up facing inside, so all my guests have to shower. Oh my god! With us staring at them. <laughs> Tony's lick on his face, though. Just imagine that just while you're showering. Be like, so who disturbed you most? Probably Cutter, I'd say. He's like, it's like Jesus just is wa- watching you. He's just yeah. watching, just like. Uh, Jesus approves. Uh, so this this guy is actually one of the, the other lager strain. So it's like the sauce variant of the, the Saccharomyces pastorianus. Right. So this one, Budvar, a lot of the other Czech Bohemian Pilsners yeah. ended up with this strain, and it, it has different behavior, it eats differently, makes different flavors, uh, different genome, all this other stuff. So, but they figured out how to make it work yeah. and created a whole culture around lagers that you would think would all be the same, but between the water and Pilsen, which is really amazing for making light lagers right the separate you know yeast variant you ended up with something and joseph Grohl. yeah yeah who changed malt in a, in a big way when he way. does everlong oh man like, yeah. <laughs> oh chills you know the acoustic version though oh man <laughs> joseph Grohl unplugged <laughs> I don't think so, I've ever tasted what, a beer what like I, this. One of my favorite things, though. Yeah, like, you, really cool, you tasted huh? many beers if, if like this. If you could see through, I mean, you can see through. I can see Joel damn near clearly through my glass. <laughs> and I can unfortunately see you through that and glass. I'm getting a little Jason Lee. Oh, wait, no. That's that's Dan. Never mind. <laughs> so the Czech style of pills versus... Versus German pills? I guess so. Native Texan is more German pills? Yes. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, they, I just this preferred is, the this German is a, style a little bit more. Yeah, because this is a this has the saws hops, the spicy kind yeah, of hops. Yeah, yeah. yeah whereas hops that, whereas that probably has a Hallertau or, yeah. or some other German noble hops, which are less spicy. But that's the feature of mm-hmm. of the Czech Pilsner. 
it's clear it's super light yeah. it's saws yeah. super forward it's just yeah it's just that you know the i guess the hops any, coming in any hops bit. for clint no that's not yeah. true um because the power and light has hops it does but mm. it uh it's i don't know it doesn't linger as much okay that's I guess that's the thing. Like when the hops just kind of lingers, even after you're not taking a sip anymore, then I'm just like, eh, it's a little too bitter. It's a little too. But that's just my flavor profile. No, I like hops. I just don't want them hanging around very often. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't mind the bitterness so much, so long as it hops leaves very quickly. Three days. Like uh, the guy from uh, what's Dane Cook? No, beer museum guy. <laughs> Oh, Matt? Matt, yeah. Matt, yeah, I mean, uh, he, brewer at North by Northwest. That's right. He called me out. Called me uh, a bitch. A bitch? Did, uh, <laughs> did he call me a bitch for saying... Cutter probably... nicer. I think, I think yeah. Cutter probably it. called me a bitch. Yeah. Or yeah. did he say bitch? <laughs> that's a good beer. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had this in a long time. This is a good one. The first sip, I was this like, is, what's this not going to like this? is my first Pilsner for Kel. <laughs> Well, I mean, ever since he stopped coming on uh, TV on Friday nights. Can I do that? <laughs> Thank you, Cutter. <clears throat> Cutter's the only one. Cutter gets 90s references. I yeah, do get this. So if I'm going to get a reference, I'm going to get a 90s reference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Uh, I mean, you, you think about how beer is developing in the U.S., you know, how styles, I think, stratify a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, of course, everybody's got double IPA, IPA, you know, oh, stout, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pil- porter. But... You, you start to see areas that, that create their own, you know, like a style in a way. Sure. Yes. Um, and, and maybe, you know, Texas craft beer is like developing really fast. Yeah. yeah. So we're starting to see people start to pick out niches and, and work in that, that area where they're creating it. But, you know, Bohemia and, and uh, Czech Republic, where, where now Czech Republic and Munich and all the other breweries yeah. in Germany, they aren't that far apart. And they yeah. created a style and a, and a, and a world and, and literally bred yeast accidentally that were completely separate and created a, a, a culture and uh, a culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice unique. pun. Yes. Uh, yeah. I meant to do that. I thought bread was the pun. Bread. literally breaded it and then put it into a fruit bottle or jar. There's so many <laughs> levels. So, <laughs> it's so meta. Mm. So that's another interesting thing that uh, I was reading about in getting into home brewing is it seems like today most people are looking to labs, right, to try to maintain that same yeast strain so that the beer doesn't change in flavor from what they originally intend. Yeah. But, you know, historically, the yeast would adapt to whatever brew house it was. So each brew house would kind of have, or each region, let's say, Mm kind of ends up with their own unique kind of flavor because the yeast develops to that flavor. And I guess that's could potentially, or I guess we're doing that, but we're doing it more lab-oriented, these I guess, in, in modern society. So, like, you're trying to make a, or other labs are trying to make a yeast strain specific to Texas and then distribute that to Texas breweries and let them play with it and do what they want to do with it. Whereas, historically, they that, that kind of just naturally happened. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, we're, we're talking about the, the Kvik yeast from yeah. from the Norwegian. And that's, they, they artificially created diversity in that because... You know, maybe they couldn't walk far enough to share with somebody that was 100 miles away. Mm-hmm. And so you created this diverse environment where unique strains could evolve separate of each other. 
And that's kind of one of the fundamental things about where, where beer came from. And that's where I think maybe, I don't know, but when you create production beer on a scale that's, that's global, you know, you're, you're kind of removing part of that diversity through moving the yeast on airplanes. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when, when yeast came to America, it was done in, in oak barrels with water right, on top of right. it. Um, and that took a huge undertaking and sometimes it didn't work. So you'd have to just wait another six months. Um, and that was advanced compared right, to where it yeah. came from. So, uh, but that diversity now comes, I think, through breeding programs, through, through studying genomes, through understanding how these yeasts were made, and then taking the resources on the lab side and using those to develop new ideas, new concepts. It still happens, though. You know, where, where, again, Alchemist created something right. out of... Something new, yeah. Yeah. And and so it still happens. It's just a matter of, I, I think, scale and, and right. the fact that you can move around so much. Uh, populations homogenize right. when, yeah, when you it's have... It's easier to get from one place to another, yeah. Yeah. And it happens with people. It happens with yeast. happens with everything. The more movement and interbreeding you have, the more populations tend to move towards the mean. Right. And then you got Amazon.com, so now right. they're all exactly which Ross can get yeast from. Yeah, yeah. dried yeast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to use dried yeast anymore. <laughs> nope. Nah, liquid yeast. Mine, mine seemed to work fine. Yeah, yours works fine. <laughs> hmm. You extract. just have to whisper at it the extract. right way. You open the package. You just have to have the right, you know, extract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's something that, you know, dry yeast is, uh, we don't do it because the equipment alone is just beyond Yeah, to, to scale take a, a living yeast and dehydrate it. Yeah, and then what, what we see a lot is that certain strains respond to it, mm-hmm. and certain ones don't, and they just turn out atrociously. Yeah, I've um, heard the, the, I mean, the American ale yeast is pretty good, the uh, US05. Would you say flawless? I would not, because <laughs> definitely it has flaws. Well, At yeah, a certain I mean, point, it just dies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it wasn't made in Texas, so of course. Yeah, so if, it was, right. if it was a Texas <laughs> yeast, well, uh, if, if, I, be... if I could get yeast from a yeast lab in Texas <laughs> right. for home brewing, it would... Yeah, yeah. Second shot fired. Yes. Yeah, circle. I'm starting to notice a trend. <laughs> But I'm just going to ride this out. I'm going to assume it's a statistical you, you, you've outlier. Assumed, yeah, you've, you've assumed this far. Yeah. No, that's definitely something we've we've talked about is, you know, we, we've we got a new place lined up. We've just, it's right. been delayed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we haven't uh, twice. mentioned that, but yeah. Yeah. So, so it's going through, um, and what that's going to allow us to do is right now, we can only focus on making yeast for breweries right because for it takes breweries, yeah. you know we have the equipment we have the the process and the you know cutter brought it up earlier off it, air yeah yeah off air but he said it just sounds like you need a scale <laughs> to weigh the, no I don't know. oh yeah scooping a scale it's like... <laughs> yeah yeah you know what I mean? oh yeah how much do you do? yeah like the, uh, like the self-service yeah. Yeah. there yeah. you go it's like an ice cream scoop yeah. you can, just, you can just pull it out make of the up a yeast store and you just have all these separate little bins where people yeah. just walk through and scoop the yeast little paper hats dump, dump oh, it on yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. ring the bell we'll sing a yeah. song yeah. Yeah. use the yeah. same spoon for each yeast yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It'd be yeah. like those candy stores where you go and they're doing over a millennia ago. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. no, yeah. but uh, yeah, we're talking about, you know, what, what we're going to try to do at first is we're going to do probably four strains mm-hmm. to start out with just the most popular ones, right. like the Comal, the Perdinalis, the Colch is pretty, really popular right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll just kind of feel that out and maybe do a seasonal on top of it, like one that's of the cool. loggers. We only, we have what, four? Five. Five loggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And so we're going to just kind of cycle through and figure out a seasonal mm-hmm. thing with, with homebrew because there's unique challenges in packaging, yeah. in, in shelf sure. life, in, in support. Definitely. Yeah. What, what um, is the biggest difference? I, so when you distribute to, is it just volume that you're distributing or is it being able to control it more? Or just knowing what you, what kind of yeast no, or, you need to make, or knowing timeline, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. So, so yeast has a shelf life, no right. matter what you do with it, uh, no matter if you put it on water, buffer, whatever. So, when you put it in a package for homebrew, you don't know that that person is going to, or even yeah. that there is a person that's going to use it. It's got an right. expiration date on it. Yeah. yeah. So when we make yeast for a brewery, you know, it's maybe a day or two old. Yeah. And it they're going to use it it's right put away. In beer. Yeah. And, and what you, what we do is, you know, we do quality control. We analyze it for, for uh, diastatic gene. We analyze it for, you know, bacterial contamination, yeah. wild yeast contamination. We find the cell count and, and Very then we yeah. tailor that for the beer that the brewery intends to make. So cell count is probably one of the biggest things you can do to control the beer that you're getting. Yeah. The scoop, if you will. Yeah. The, the <laughs> size of the scoop. The size of the scoop. Yeah. So, so basically you've got a, terms. That's, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm here for. So instead of making something unique to what the beer is that somebody plans on making, mm-hmm. we have to make something that's kind of universal. Taylor, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So put one in, if you want this or if you're making this and put yeah. two in if you're making this but it's it's doable it's just a matter of you know resources so right. once again one of the conversations we've had with other people that we've talked to is scaling because was it adelbert's that you guys went and said that they just yeah. changed your tanks well no they but, they didn't change their tanks when they started out they bought they oh, bought right. big who, who, so they who didn't need it, to scale who was it that scaled and they had to change well i know recipe. i know whitestone they it happens a lot yeah i'll yeah. tell you that much it's like yeah. it's like how much does that affect the yeast like even though you're just like going from a we'll say a 200 gallon tank to a 500 gallon tank like is the amount of yeast really going from like we'll say two scoops of yeast to yeah. five <laughs> scoops of yeast two scoops of raisins or is it or is it much uh, more complex nature's fruit it's so so tanks in a way have personalities and now okay. you know sense. you're getting they're getting more standardized right you have x degrees of cone on right. a tank so the the pressure that is exerted on the bottom of that cone is right. is more standard okay. uh you do have tanks that are that now, are would squat that, would that affect an ale yeast it would affect it, it affects all yeast okay um so you're basically putting them under pressure right and and letting them ferment out and, and and admittedly that's not as huge of an issue once you get past x point generally you can't scale a recipe from five gallons to five barrels mm. and expect it to work magically the first time no yeah uh but when you try to scale maybe from 15 to 30 that's maybe not as challenging because you know basically you know how many millions of cells per milliliter per degree play-doh you need right. You figure out your yeast pitch, you know, we adjust it in-house for whatever it is that you need. And then you're able to just adjust your sugars, your hops. That's the kind of stuff that we 
don't get to see that often. Yeah, the the thing that I was reading is hops actually are better utilized in a larger batch. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that that's not yeast, so. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're. That's a totally different yeah. spectrum of, of why the recipe would fail. Yeah. So so it is what we've seen. We've definitely scaled up with people. Mm-hmm. We've seen, you know, we've done pitches from, you know, 15 gallons to three barrels to nine barrels and yep. up and, and the same recipe. And there's kind of this 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 hump that you get over yeah. once you move out of like the carboy size. Yeah. And the the, the one barrel conical, mm-hmm. and you move into the larger ones where whoa, that whoa, whoa. three barrel car, or three. Oh, oh wait, never mind. Yeah. You're saying barrel. Barrel. Yeah. I yeah. You said gallon. Okay, never mind. Shut up, Ross. <laughs> but really, you know, that's the challenge that that breweries deal with a lot is yeah. is consistency, is producing the same thing, and and trusting that, you know, your equipment will continue to produce what you need when you input X actions into it. Yeah, consistency. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah. So we try to, I mean, like I said, the we succeed when the same thing happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So oh, yeah. Yeah. we try to take a variable out. You know, is, is there a question mark going in when your pitch, when your yeast pitch goes in, that's not acceptable. So that's really, and because brewing has so many variables. Does your boiler right, go out? Yeah. Is something, does your glycol chiller go out? Did it take longer to crash out? Did your, did right. your, uh, you know, ex, uh, heat exchanger go out? There's, mm-hmm. there's just a million things that could go wrong. Your pre-boiled gravity. Uh, yeah. Did your grain convert more than yeah, exactly. it should or less than it should, which I, happens all I the had time. that problem, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really, uh, there's, there's a lot of challenges that go into it. And I think that. What really makes a lot of breweries exceptional is their ability to kind of surf that. Yeah, to where, ride the wave and just like ride it out. Until, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of that comes with experience, which right. Ross has also done. He's yeah. he's done pretty good at yeah, uh, my, saving uh, this porter. That yeah, my porter is now at, starting with one yeast and having it seemingly not work at yeah. all, and so he had to repitch a different yeast entirely. Into yeah. It. So now it's about it was uh, touch and go with Ross last week. Yeah. Now it's about seven <laughs> percent. Whereas last week it was two percent. <laughs> So, so last week did it have low T? <laughs> hey, low, low G. Low G. Low G. Low, G. low gravity. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty interesting thing to see how these things scale. Yeah. Where, you know, I've done the, the sit on a stove with a plastic spoon. Yeah. And, and stir in DME. Isn't that the spirit drug? No, no. That's... <laughs> DMA. DMT. DMT. I'm oh, DMT. Just, you'll I'm get aware. connected with those yeasts, though. You'll yeah. know what they're thinking. Yeah. Oh, you'll, you'll, I thought that was peyote. I, w- I wish <laughs> I knew what they were thinking. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. Which really is unique about spirit, that Modelo Negra. It's, it's that, it's uh, that you know. Spirit <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Cutter. What's going on, Ross? <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? You're in Zilger Park looking good in your Rhinestone Park Speedo. Always. With your beard wafting in the breeze. But it's hot, and you need somewhere to cool off and wash the mustard out of your beard. Have you been watching me? <laughs> hey. Well, fear not. Within Zilker Park's 358 acres lies one of the crown jewels of Austin, Barton Springs Pool. Barton Springs Pool is three acres of underground spring-fed fun. And at an average temperature of 68 to 78 degrees, it's ideal for swimming year-round. That's what I tell all the women. Over the years, Barton Springs Pool has attracted a diverse crowd of people from Texas legislators to Cutter. (laughs) 
So come down, swim in the pool, and lounge in the grass. But don't bring food or coolers or river beer. <laughs> They're not allowed. <laughs> Barton Springs Pool, where Robert Redford learned to swim. <laughs> last year. God, I hate you. <laughs> that was funny. Good guy, Ross. Eh, You're a good guy. It was okay. I really like the Texas State Senators to cut her. <laughs> Bottom of the scale, <laughs> where you belong. <laughs> I was I was really fetching for a fuck you cutter earlier. And you you weren't giving it to me, so I, really I don't. Just take you time. don't you don't guide the fuck you cutter. The fuck you cutter comes naturally. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It is true. We have a uh, running challenge to people just to encounter cutter in the wild and say fuck you cutter. Ah, I work at a liquor store, and oh. so I feel like. Our base might run into me on occasion. And you keep the, handing out cards. The, yeah. only, the only person who has succeeded so far. The guys from Sales guys from Lightstone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Which, they use Blacklands malts in one of their, local one of their beers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, local malts. And I just imagine local malts with yeast from Texas East Lab. That'd oh, be, all we need now is local hops. I don't know if the world is ready for that. For an all-Texas beer. Ah, Kansas man. certainly isn't. No, Kansas certainly. I can tell you right now, Kansas certainly is not. <laughs> well, with their 2% ABV beers. Ooh. Oh, hey, it's Ooh. under three. Anything under three can be sold in literally everywhere. Okay. You have to. 3% Kansas, Bud Light. Anything over 3%, you have to go to a liquor store to buy. Ah, this podcast would be a lot more boring in Kansas. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. good thing we're not in Kansas. Yeah. Three Gatorades in. <laughs> it's like, th- thank, so thank you for joining us tonight for, uh, for Coors yeah. Light. Right. Tomorrow we'll be back with Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> three episodes in and we're done. <laughs> not just Bud Light, but three two Bud Light. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas is starting to get uh, a pretty... I wouldn't say sizable, but uh, they actually do have quite you a few You had to breweries. take your own beer when you went to Kansas last time. I did. Time. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting to run into beer in Kansas, literally. Yeah. Uh, Tallgrass, which is, which is sold down Boulevard's here. Boulevard's been. Bo- Boulevard's actually been Missouri. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. It's on the <laughs> other side. All, all the Whatever. good things in Kansas City are actually are in Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Oh, yeah. Missouri. But uh, um, Tallgrass was just in Wichita, I believe. So they've got some pretty good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Wichita, Texas? Wichita, uh, no, Wichita, Kansas. Oh, that's Wichita Falls. Wichita Never mind. Falls. Yeah. Texoma. Yeah. You know what it is in Texas? Fuck you, Cutter. <laughs> uh, well, well done. Right. Well, I'm gonna say Iceland. Mm. <laughs> no, it is not, Joel. Joel, you need to brush up on your geography. I I always do find it funny. What, Joel? I can. I say he looked. No, can. It reminded me. It always says like the grain bill. It says the hops. Yeast is never mentioned. Never the yeah. yeast. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. We're just kind of the, the red-headed stepchild of the yeah. beer world. That's oh, good. I, all, I know it. all about red-headed. I mean, there's only two <laughs> yeasts out there, right? So. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's only, only two. two. Yeah, and it's really not that important at the end of the day, you know? <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> not at all. Yeah, I just, I, I really, I forget how much I like this beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really like... Uh, I think when this kind of thing came out, when they figured out how to make Pilsner malt and they yeah. combined it with water with no minerals in it, yeah, and then sauce hops, I See, think it probably I just use blew my zero water away. to make a Pilsner. I don't know about that. Ooh, you no can. minerals, no parts per yeah, million. You can. It's pretty much the same as using uh, distilled water, reverse osmosis water. Yeah. Can, I, can I use my smart water? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be smart. <laughs> Saying. Thanks. Got him good. <laughs> 
Gotcha. She got you good, fucker. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, a lot of the, you know, that's that's kind of one of the things that, that in Texas, our water's really hard, or really yeah. I mean that, laden with carbonate. Right, because of all the limestone in, yeah. the, in the area. So you go to I mean, volcanic this, places. This was, was an, an inland sea at one point. Yeah. Not to get too too far back into history. <laughs> what? So if we get dig deep enough, we can maybe find some old school yeast, yeah. bring those guys back, and maybe but, some amber to but make some 25 million, million, million year old yeast. Some, some 65 million year old yeast. <laughs> <laughs> but as, as we were talking about Whitestone earlier, they use, they just use their local water to make all their beers. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I imagine everything's very kind of Munich-based because uh, tying calcium carbonate. Though the head brewer there, Chris, he did say there was only one beer that they changed the water pH and added hmm. some salts to. Was Can't remember what it was. No. no. <laughs> we'll find out next week. Yeah. We will yeah, find when out we, next when week. When we go yeah. there. We're going to Whitestone yeah. next week. Oh, so nice. But they make a really good Kolsch, and they have an amber. And their blonde is their blonde is good, really good. Nice. And blonde, it's a, it's a little darker than a, than your average blonde, but dirty so, blonde. So yeah, it's like a dirty blonde. There mm. you go. And they add hints of vanilla. Nice. So it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't got up there. I mean, we're out of New Braunfels, right? Marcus, right. So, so uh, but there is, uh, what is the brewery that that's that's down there? New, is it New, New Braunfels? Yeah, yeah, New Braunfels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's I a few. Think of it. The same well, name. Okay. How many, how many uh, breweries, breweries are there in yeah. San Marcos right now? Uh, in San Marcos proper, there's let's see, there's one, there two, there used three, to be but there's... four, five. Wow. Really? wow! Wow! Yeah, and then there's actually two. Well, hops and grain, right, is moving out there. Oh! Oh! Hops I didn't know that. Moving out they're there? not. I well, had a feeling they they're were keeping moving. their place. Right. Yeah. And then they're expanding out right, there. Right, right. Oh, wow. Um, like Oscar and then Blues. Uh, there's another one opening up out towards Middleton. Can't remember the name. Rough House. Hmm. Rough House, the name of it. And they're doing a... kind of a mixed fermentation without the without the open cool ship thing. Oh, so... Oh, man. So Jester King without the cool ships. Okay. Jester King without the cool ships could be a way I'd describe it. Yeah. yeah. So, they probably don't want to describe it that way. But... Right. I would say that's a loaded <laughs> statement. But, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so there's there's a lot going on in San Marcos, uh, New Braunfels, always expanding. That's cool. Yeah, um, y'all should definitely come on down pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, we'll we'll use your facility to do some loggers. Yeah, and right. Yeah, I uh, guess all I this. Know, I don't know if we're that far along, but uh, beer festival run tomorrow noon to noon, eight. Right? Noon to eight. Noon to eight. Yeah, the the Salado Beer Festival, which by the time this is out, will have been long past. Yeah. Yes. But if you're planning to travel into the past. But here, really check it, it out. It was more for a conversation that we're having. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to cover babysitting duty for him tomorrow. You said any time. <laughs> any time is any time. Well, typically, but I forgot that we have a birthday party to go to tomorrow. <sighs> or she has. What a birth- time is the birthday children party? Children can go tomorrow night, Children love birthday parties. At what time? True, but they don't remember them. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so you can do whatever you want. Uh, there you go. Seven is when the party starts. It's in San Antonio, though. Ooh. You're cutting an hour out of the Wait, Salado you, you Beer You really festival? don't want your child to go to San Antonio. I n- trust me. Hey, I've lived in San. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoa, hey, how's it going? Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, hey, man. <laughs> uh, All right, okay. There it is. Yeah, Fiesta Texas is not. Oh, God, let's not even get started on Fiesta. Texas. <laughs> 
Oh man! Wow! Is, bring back Ashley. Wow! <laughs> Can you cut cut her out and actually put the music in there? Or? Please well, do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He great. already did in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think he's been doing it for a while now. Yeah, get, this, get, let me start it at least. <laughs> no. It's like, but Don't no. Let him. So will that work? Yeah. We, I mean, I guess we could do if we 11, go when it starts, like need twelve to, to like, six. Leave at yeah. eleven and come back. Leave at six. Uh, I mean, she'll be leaving at six. What the hell? Uh, so I guess we'll leave at five. That only gives us five hours of drinking. I mean, I think you know, those I last few that. hours, <laughs> sometimes decisions are made then that can't be undecided. Unmade. Yeah, It's never it's a bad better. decision <laughs> yeah. until it is. Yeah. Full circle yeah, right there. there yeah. <laughs> Full circle. All right. Hmm. But how about that yeast? How about? Oh, man. Wow. She, she was yeasty. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It is just like trying to steer a freaking like <laughs> steering a ship. We're just turning it, but it's not going. Doesn't not, matter. No. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Look, we've we've gotten three beers in now. You know, this thing is oh, kind man. of off well, the rails. Yeah. This, yeah, this is this all is gonna get edited pint. out. No, no, well, this is where it gets really good. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's just the beginning. <laughs> Originally you... our idea was to record after three beers. Ah. Oh. Drink three beers and then start recording. That cool. would have never worked. <laughs> That is uh, what we have learned it, it, through it, doing this. It yeah. gets much better to Maybe do this Maybe this one, because all of this is below 5%. Sure. Maybe. If yeah. you're doing like yeah. a barley wine night or yeah. something. Yeah. Or yeah. No, we we can't do anything. No no more farmhouse. <laughs> farmhouse. We, can't, we can't do anything over 6% anymore. No, no. We yeah. can't just like, do, we no, can't we, do an we episode can. after we do that. Well, that well, episode. Bonus episodes. After halfway. I think we listened to that one. Maybe. It was no, like no, the bonus. Okay, because there was one with the bonus. The Dogfish, we did dogfish uh, dragons that and would yum be yum. the one. Yes. Yeah. That was our shortest like, because... Ross, this was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. For I remember we were on like uh, 410 in San Antonio and I was like, what are we... What's what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it, all right. It there, was, was, there was a disclaimer at the beginning of that episode where it was like, hey, we've already had three beers. This right. is a bonus. This, yeah, so, yeah, we had done the... Saison. Saison the from... The Strangeland Plowshare. Oh, yes. okay. The Which was episode. probably, yeah. was it like 6.2 or something like that? 6.2. Like yeah, we, it was over 6. We yeah. patted them back pretty quick. <laughs> we did. And, and if I remember, Clint, they re-ferment in the can as well. Yes. Well, so they are can-conditioned. Yeah. Yeah. Can they're can-conditioned can and keg-conditioned, depending on... I thought that was really interesting. Like, wherever you're drinking it, it's conditioned for, for that environment. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Now, that that takes a lot of takes a lot of balls. Yeah, I mean you don't like you don't that. have a lot of most breweries they just force carbonate in a yeah. bright yeah. tank. Thank you, listeners, so that for making us drink that drink drink that. Like, oh yeah, that was uh, that was the other thing. We <laughs> we put a poll on on Twitter to see what we were drinking that night, and everybody said the Strange Land. But the problem was Strange Land had retweeted that tweet, so uh, it was what? mostly Strange Land fans. That <laughs> <was Yeah. on. laughs> So yeah. the thing about that was, you know, so we had that, we had three of those. And Clint had only had beans and rice. Something like that. So he was extra, extra Saucy. aggressive that night, yes. Yeah. Which he was the one, anyway, whatever. Yeah. I don't I, normally, I'm not normally the one who gets out of line, but that night, oh, I was wet. And it comes through on the Dogfish Head. The Dogfish Head episode <laughs> for Dragons and Yum Yums, we actually recorded 45 minutes. 
Yes. And the episode and it's itself minutes. is only 15. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's 20 with all the, the intro and the extra ad and everything. So that's like the, the D sides cut out. We're like, ah. Mm. Oh, yeah. There's, oh, yeah. like, I go on a rant. I think uh, most that's of that's great. cut out. And, Just screaming and then, about politics for 30 minutes. No, that's no, just it's, wonderful. It's, it's, no, it's no, about it the, wasn't even that concise. It's just like, this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. Yeah. Over and over. And then <laughs> two sentences spoken, one sentence. Of, and then this Cutter is a got so idea. mad he had to leave. And it was like, it's like, oh well, if this is our worst episode, I guess it's not that bad. But it's, it's, so I know, but, I know, I know. But while I know editing on... it, I hated everybody that much more. Every minute of the edit. Not a bad idea until it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, but no, wow. it, I, know, I know we already moved on to this one. It's our oh, local. Yeah, what are we beer. doing here? But right, anyway, anyway so the, so the Pilsner, the one oh, we finished. Oh, Pilsner sorry. Urkel. Yes. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, thoughts? Oh yeah, I liked it a lot. I probably prefer the German Pilsner over a Czech Pilsner. But I, I mean, agree. this is this is a piece of history. But you know, but still, I prefer the Stefan Urkel to to it. So Stefan Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm probably in the I, same boat i thought just Cutter would get that a little bit too too much on the hops for me but mm-hmm. that's just flavor profile so i can appreciate it for what it is it's a piece of history nah, i don't even care about that really <gasps> you son of a bitch yeah all right <laughs> Go ahead, Joel. Check history. I, I knew as soon as I drank it, Clint wasn't going to care for it. I, I feel like it was like a level below an IPA with the hops Whoa. tone. No, with the hops level. Whoa. You're not normally you're not IPAs. No, it's it's more than just wait, a level wait. below you need, an IPA. You need to check a Slovakian yourself before you wreck a Slovakian yourself. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, but... Uh, and history and geography. <laughs> no, so it's... It's not a level below. Like, I, I get no, what you're but saying. you're just saying the the, the, the hops, the hops level. Yeah, the hops level. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm trying to say it's, that's what Clint would. It's, it's a lot weaker than an IPA. I would yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. The listeners, the impression that it's, it's not even. Yeah. I, but that's I what I'm saying. It, but... Like, there's hops to it, but it, I knew as soon as I drank it that Clint was going to care for it too oh, much yeah. because it is hoppy. Because you can't, yeah. But it's you, not it's, overly hoppy. I mean, the, yeah. you get the Saz hops. I mean, that's like the major. That's the showcase. Yeah, I think, exactly. Of, yeah. of this beer. It's Czech's hop. This Czech, coming from a yeast Czech guy. Czech hops. <laughs> right. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm ashamed. It's a All Czech right. beer and Czech hops. Anyway, so this is like if you made made an all Texas beer. This is an all Czech beer. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, so yeah. Joel. Joel, yeah, sorry. So final sorry. thoughts. So anyway. Oh, that, that was it. I mean, oh, you, I'm interested you, in this next one, how Clint's going to not like this one. Gotcha. <laughs> I haven't even opened my can yet. Gabby's actually still working on her. Yeah, no, I am still working on it because I enjoy it so much. Um, <laughs> we'll come back to Gabby. That's typically not how it works for me. If I really enjoy it, it's typically gone relatively quick, which no, is a, mm, a some bad people thing like for me. Some people like to savor. I'm different. Oh, yes, I'm exactly. not a saver. If I enjoy it, I'm like... I thought we weren't allowed to give opinions unless you actually finish your third beer. That's different. That's different. Joel so trying to interject rules into no. a chaotic environment. You do that to me every time. Well, yeah. two well, yeah. times. To two you? times. To you. We have guests. <laughs> <laughs> Behave yourself. <laughs> I think it's payback from the smart water comment. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, not going to brew with Obviously, we know how Dan feels. Yeah. No. Obviously, he's yeah. made that. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's his favorite. Yeah, I, I like. I don't know your. I don't know about your absolute favorite, but I almost no. feel like 
he like chose lagers specifically so he could bring this beer. It's, oh, I couldn't find any Budvar. Oh, hey. oh, so so in America. And I already know how Cutter feels about this beer. He likes oh. it. Oh yeah. Right. So which it's one is the the number one? Whoa, hey, we have all three had our are number ones one. for you. Yeah, well, we they're number they're ones. We haven't we had haven't the had Texas beer. We yeah. work we work on a on a binary scale. If you guys, if you guys <laughs> one or zero. Okay. It's like because really, it's like one to ten doesn't really tell you anything. Yeah. Would you or, or wouldn't, wouldn't you? you? <laughs> That's mm. pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah. But uh, no, they're all ones. Oh I yeah. I forgot how much. It's been a long time since I've drank the Pilsner Raquel, and that is. I have never had it, so. I am. And, I am. But I've read a lot about it. I am now reminded. That I mean, since I actually, we since we did I prefer our first this. Pilsner on the show, and then doing the Cicerone certification, it's Pilsner Urkel is like mentioned many many times, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, it is pretty much the first. But say, let's try our fourth before fourth. we try to. Uh, say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In so, so this one's actually a lot, a cloudy. lot uh, more yeah, cloudy. Yeah. yeah. So this is our Dortmunder or Dortmund Lager. Right? It smells really it's, like stout uh, in a way. I guess. I get a lot of patio wow, pounder. I get a lot of fruity. Oh, yeah. yeah, patio pounder like, pale lager by Cedar Creek Brewery. Yeah, Which I get, is I get insul- like actually citrus. Going. Oh yeah, from a lager yeast. Though. A lot That's, of a lot of. And it could be a mixture of maybe a dry hop and the lager yeast. That is but, true. Yeah, uh, it definitely yeast. says like it smells like citrusy hop, like lemon. Yeah, I, and, and even in the the flavor. It, yeah. So maybe it's not. Are you getting pine salt? No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's not, definitely not pine salt on this one. Yeah. Oh, we dumped out your uh, your can, Joel. We replaced it with pine salt. You son of a bitch. Yeah. No, it's uh it's it's got a lot more like going on than it looks like. Yeah, and that, that's yeah. that's what I really find in like Texas beers. It's it, I and I guess it's with every craft brewery. You know, you don't want to yeah, be boring. Exactly. You want to do your own thing. Cutter, why What's don't up? you uh give us the flavor profile of this beer now that I've taken your can away? <laughs> <laughs> Citrus? Mm. That's probably uh, all there. Interesting enough, it says a subtle hint of citrus. Yeah. And I don't Wait, feel like it's all that subtle. As subtle as the it's, bee it's not very subtle. subtle. It is not very subtle. No. It could be the, uh, you know, the yeast produce a lot of esters sometimes, and that can end up pushing that the flavor, citrus. like yeah, punching yeah. up the flavor of it. But so. I, I don't think I've really no- ever noticed that in lager yeast, more like y- ale yeast. Yeah, ale yeast, you get a lot more of those. You can, esters. yeah. And that's one of the differences between those, the, the Froberg and the uh, sauce lagers is that the, uh, the, the Frobergs produce a lot more esters. So you can end up, if you, if you push them, you can end up punching up that hot flavor oh, a lot so more. So if you raise the temperature, yeah, and, you and, get more. And this might be a varietal on a Froberg. So, you know, it, hmm. it might have evolved for a few hundred years, ended up being more estery. Right, um, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's like anything, like, well, let's talk about domesticating dogs. I mean, yeah. you, the ones with the desirable traits are the ones that you Select propagate yeah. pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and maybe you don't even realize it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you keep yeah. selecting, you keep selecting, oh, I like this one a little better, but I can't say why. So you, you so you, you get a dog with citrus Qualities. Yeah. Um, yes. That's nice. Yeah. Everybody wants that. Yeah, delicious, right? Delicious, yeah, delicious yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Cut them open until it oh. makes some juice in the morning. You took it too far. Oh. Maybe that's what, you that's what I, do. I don't know. Citrus. Uh, Citrus. I, I do also get a little bit of a little bit of mineral. Minerality. Is that it? Is that the I get taste? a little mineral. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the mid to back palate. I get that, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, Cutter, what hits you in the face like a two by four? <laughs> is it the citrus? It's probably or... Clint that's staring at me right now. <laughs> is it the citrus or the hops? I get some hops, but the citrus is actually yeah. The, the like, citrus. He, is a said, lot he already more said than subtle. That. He already said subtle citrus, but it's not, the citrus is what really. No, comes the citrus through. is really up. Yeah, the Kent says the hops is what hits you. In the this face. is more like no, a, it does it. No. The, it off. says the hop character won't hit you in the face like a two uh, by four. Okay. Oh, see that? Okay. Makes, um, Trick so question. You, you gotta read, Joel. So I'd say this is more like I'm getting like more Berliner Weiss myself. What? No, hmm. Pat. I'll, I'll disagree. It's definitely got a lot Sorry. of Sorry. like a lot of body going on. Yeah. Where like you you drink that's... it and it kind of coats your mouth with the the grain. I know it's cliche. I feel like most of these beers have kind of done that. Yeah, this this one I think in particular really stands out as like being a higher body, but not like oppressively. There's there's definitely a high acidity to it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, if you want the cloudiness probably, you know, adds to that because the more, if it's yeast, if it's dry hop, I'm not Mm -hmm. sure what it is. If we had a microscope, you know, we need to bring out a portable (laughs) microscope. Y'all didn't didn't bring your microscope? I know. I mean, you didn't bring your portable yeast lab with you like, you know oh. we've talked about it yeah but generally you should buy a food truck and I have turn a hydrometer right. yeah. just show up out here and uh and just drop in and, and have a few yeast cultures ready to go for you <laughs> hey all right maybe yeah. you can partner with the mobile beer museum oh yeah there's one of those is that a thing yeah, yeah. uh actually they it's were at yet, they were at uh barrow brewing i think last week oh okay so they might not be at the Salado Beer Fest this weekend. Huh. Well, at least, but, at least uh, not as a museum. Yeah, no. You know, what's what's really kind of funny is... is that is funny. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of funny. The, it's actually kind of sad. <laughs> okay. Oh, is it because he's talking about the glass? No, it's because... Yeah, I was looking at you guys dream. on here. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's really kind of funny. Well, you know, it's also sad. But, oh, okay. yeah. He's going in the line. <laughs> yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> a little sad. Yeah. Here's this guy with the eye patch. <laughs> Wait, really? And the, no, and the, no. They say... He does yeah, look like an eye patch. He does look like an eye patch. Yeah, it looks yeah. like an eye... I'm wearing an eye patch I like to think, under my glasses. And I like to think Cutter looks like a real-life Snapchat ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I did my best. Right? No, it's good. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. It's kind of like a, a, like a beard halo no. about Sorry. you. What's yeah. funny? I don't really remember. Yeah. To be honest no. with you guys. Uh, Gosh, I got it. distracted. Mall rats. Uh, well, I was just thinking about today because in, in the lab we have a bunch of loggers going right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what it was. Yeah, I was thinking about. So, so loggers, when they, one of the weird things about loggers is when they ferment, when they're really going, they produce a crap ton of hydrogen sulfide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just smells like yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Stinky. Yeah. Early on, we were homebrewing. I had a. I um, mean, and that's a problem when, yeah, when you're homebrewing, you get the, the sulfates. Yeah, and, and your yeah. house smells like. <laughs> Just bad. It's yeah. bad. And plus, and if it stays in the beer, files, if, you, if you don't correct? lager it long enough, you get that yeah. in your in your finished product, and that's not something you want. But you can't really avoid it when you're doing lagers. That's just what they produce. You just got to give it time. Yeah. 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 And we, I remember we were brewing a couple, well, probably 10 gallons of lager at, yeah. the, at that time. Mm-hmm. And I had a chest freezer, you know, I converted to, to lager in. Opened that thing up one time, and I put my head down in it to check. Ooh. On the gravity, <laughs> and I ended up kind of knocking myself out. Yeah, with hydrogen I mean, sulfide. And that, that's a that's a problem. I mean, like with production breweries, uh, they have to have like CO two sensors everywhere to make so sure you don't there's suffocate not a danger. yourself. Yeah, yeah. N- yeah, make sure there's not a danger to, dangerous uh, and, amount. And we're getting to that. Yep. 
pretty quickly. Yeah, um, we we had to we have a uh, like a negative pressure pump that we oh can, yeah you know it blows it all out yeah out okay. of the lab. But then you know it's summer, so you're pulling in like 102 degree oh, air. God, yeah. So you're kind of like mixing that. It's it's yeah. So the well, days that we're making farmhouse. yeah, <laughs> like we're making a hefe, a bunch of hefe yeast yeah. or something. It's the best. Oh yes, yeah. We, we were doing a bunch of wit a couple oh, weeks ago. We so had a wit beer and a hefe. And something else like our, our farmhouse, yeah. yeah and that was nice. just the best day. Seriously, how yeah. similar are hefe and Whitbeer yeast? Uh, actually, kind of surprisingly different in terms of like visual. So when you're looking at them, uh-huh. they look quite different. Well, they're different. I mean, but from, it depends on where regions. they come from, too. Right? Yeah, okay, right. I'm so, like, like, I mean, because there are German wit beers, and then there are Belgian wits. Exactly. Yeah. So, so there's like the Weinsteffener Hefe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's so Polliner. You said it so much better that time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm just going with the it at this stoppers. point. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but, you know, it just depends on where they come from because yeah. like if sometimes when we're looking at them in the microscope, we can't so tell it, the difference between our, our Hefe yeah. and our New England IPA. In terms really? of just visual, because because really? that that has a lot of the the proteins and everything, or uh, it's, is that... it's actually how they tend to stick together. Uh-huh. So what's what's kind of crazy oh, is okay. that that you can have these uh, instead it's of flocculating out, they because I mean in the beer they won't just go to the bottom. Yeah. Uh, well, so so a lot of the the New England IPA is not just yeast up in solution. Mm-hmm. It's like digested hop matter, uh, okay. all sorts of like different terpenes, things like that 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 in up being up there but the the there's a behavior i think it's called pseudo myco oh man three beers in uh, <laughs> a pseudo myco where where the the yeast actually won't disjoint from each other so they'll bud so yeast yeah. will create little buds where they'll they'll you know yeah, just break off together okay. copies of themselves but they won't apps always break totally off. Totally break. Okay. So the hefes tend to do that. Or I mean, that, that's, our, how they, that's how they propagate, right? They they bud. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Generally, they'll they'll just create clones of themselves. Yeah. But usually they'll break off. So in the wit, you'll see them break off. Mm-hmm. So you'll see individual yeast cells sometimes with buds, but they won't string together. Oh, I get you. Okay. But our but our hefe, the San Marcos strain, and the Pernalis, our New England IPA strain, oh, they man. both stick together. Are we, are we actually going to have a San Marcos strain? I mean, Is that what? maybe one. Of, we just call them like, so we, we had numbers to begin with, uh-huh. and numbers suck. Yeah. Nobody can remember numbers. Even, I mean, new hops. Number 61278. Exactly. Yeah. Computers can remember numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, if, as long as it's a one or a zero. Yeah. <laughs> So, but but you can look at them and you can't yeah. tell the difference between them. Oh, yeah. they're they're yeah. almost identical. I, we play yeah. a game where like because we have the microscope <laughs> up on the screen. What is and it? What is it? Right, yeah. and we can we can't tell sometimes oh. because they're almost identical. You know, you know when you have fun it's at probably, work, do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. It's like, yeah, uh, it's just really those moments. Yeah. That, it's probably a yeah. jackal. How, I'm <laughs> sure it's a jackal. Yeah. How how powerful is the microscope? Uh, it goes up to a thousand x. Thousand, no, uh, uh, sixteen hundred. I think might be. Oh, with it with the different eyepieces, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. so sixteen hundred. Yeah. So visual, it, you can do without oil up to mm-hmm. and see we're by we're we're chemists. Yeah. Right. So right. it's, so it's kind of weird with electron. No. Yeah. yeah uh, I I wish. But <laughs> we have that somebody that knows how to use one. Yes. Yeah. But 
Yeah, um, George is really good with microscopy, but we so so the visual you can basically go up to about a thousand X and you can see visually without the use of oil. Yes. So you were saying they bud off of each other and then yeah. they basically clone themselves. But once they bud, they can't like bud off of that cell anymore, right? Or is that oh they can. is that why? Oh, yeah. So because uh, how do you tell how old that particular yeast cell is? Like, yeah, is that how you is that how you tell? Well, there like, so does it leave, bud like, scars. Markers? Yeah. yeah. So there are bud scars that yeah. are left behind. So you can always see where it pinches yeah. off in a way where like, yeah, it pinches off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it does. Uh, yeah. She chuckles. She yeah. all chuckles. So you can they see that. They made this joke before. Just, just so we all yeah. know, the scientists chuckle before well, yeah. they're, they're the rest both. of us. They're both. So you can see how many times it's budded. But that doesn't necessarily mean so there's it there's can't. two types of life for yeast. There's chronological uh-huh. yeah. and there's like the, the, the replicative where it'll it'll bud X amount like of times. Like in uh, Blade Runner. Like right. yes, like the, the replicants, the exactly. Replicants, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen things <laughs> in the microscope <laughs> that you wouldn't that you believe. Wouldn't believe. <laughs> I've seen yeast budding around the rings of Saturn. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, Thank so you. you so they can live X amount of time before yeah. they die. And they can bud X amount of times before they die, and so that's a actually amount. Okay. yeah. So that's the you balance. We can't just we, keep feeding them, and they'll they'll keep. And their budding. offspring will keep budding, right? Yeah. But the original cell can end it eventually up just dying. dies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So which is which produces uh, what, it just like dumps out everything that's inside of it. Which is yeah. So there's all sorts of crap in there. Right. You yeah. don't want in your beer. Yeah. Exactly. Um, which which in the lager you you do that because. The, I mean, you have to put up with that because uh, the yeast is in there for so long, and then you get so many dead, and then you get those off flavors. But you let it lager for so long, and then those flavors... And they clean up after yeah, the Yeah, they clean the, up the next after the dead ones. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So you just have to balance that, and that's part mm-hmm. of what we do is, like, if you, you have cells that bud exceptionally, but then they die in short term, then it's not it's shelf not stable. Be, yeah, right. But, but if you have some that bud poorly but live a long time but what it what if then they, they don't make a great first generation what if they attenuate a lot but die quickly i don't know yeah You'd and that's where the, the cell of... count comes into yeah. it if you have too many original cells you yeah. end up with a with kind of a crappy next generation right of okay beer. um but if so you, you have... would you wouldn't be able to like like a lot of production breweries they'll save yeast from one batch and use it on another mm-hmm. but you wouldn't want that because i mean they'd all most of them would die off, right? You wouldn't be able to... That's just the balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a dance with yeast all the time. You know, can you hang on to it long enough for it to be viable? Yeah. Is, does your production support your ability to move this yeast from tank to tank? So sometimes you just have to stop because you can't... So yeah. maybe you can make a blonde, a pale ale, an IPA, and a double IPA. Right. But once that double IPA is done, it's super boozy, super mm-hmm. dark. Your yeast pretty much new. So, you... so you wouldn't be able to use it for like the same... Type of beer, you or can, like... yeah. But that's just the challenges that that breweries face, uh-huh. right? Is okay. is availability because it can change over time. It, yeah, or, so, yeah. Okay. So are you saying it's more of a conga line, or like a <laughs> sixth grade high, a junior high dance, or you know what kind of dance are we talking about here? Dance. I thought it's doing with the yeast. I thought yeah. you were saying it was line like a... dancing, probably. Well, you got to be in sync. It around, you know. I mean, it just depends on the strain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Some are more like, prone to so line Texas, dancing. Some Texas are more strains prone to... are like they'll do a two step. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure yeah, they will. Exactly. Two step yeah. and then you're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So yeah, so I, it's 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 surprising how much goes into planning and execution and yeah. process when when you're dealing with. You know, and that that's that's where predictable supply chains, right? You got to have grain coming right, in, yeah. You got to have hops coming in. You got to have yeast coming in, right? And so that's you can you can yeah, how you can all. make beer, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really where we you we don't want try any of them sitting that. on the shelf for yeah. too long, yeah. So we try to close that that loop where like there wasn't, uh, and, and and there are companies that do it outside of Texas and they do it what? well, yeah, right. Unacceptable. <laughs> You know, that's where we tried to like close that loop of of supply, where like you can yeah, you can get closer. grain, you yeah. can get you know all your hops and things like that. They start to get more amount local. Of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you can get that provided where you can either pick it up, you can get it delivered in a very quick amount of time or a predictable amount of time. Yeah, that's what we had to decide. Mm-hmm. Either it was keep it on hand, and and have it older when yeah. it gets delivered. Yeah, or we have a predictable amount of time that you order eight to nine days ahead of time. Yeah. And that is when it shows up, right? right. And that, that is a predictable, fresh culture of yeast. And like one to two days old, yeah. Yeah, that you had to, like, we had to decide that early on. What were we going to do? And there's that scale where you can keep things on hand, you expect they're going to go. Yeah. Right? Okay, somebody's going to buy this tomorrow, so it's not going to matter if we make it ahead of time. Uh, and that's just not really a thing that you can do when you're, you know, when you're regional and you're first getting going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No matter how good your process is, if you're making stuff and people aren't buying it and you're sending them old crappy yeast, that's just not going to work. Gotcha. So, so what you're saying is yeasting ain't easy. Yeasting ain't easy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, I believe Big Daddy Kane would would disagree. (laughs) Wait, no, he said, okay. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, uh, I think we're. Most of the way through this this last one, the Texas. Don't you get ahead yeah. of us? Yeah, hey Clint, yeah. How, how you liking this one? Hey, <laughs> you know the rule, Joel. We're not done yet. Oh, yeah. it only applies to it's true to us. Don't worry, Gabby, you're okay. Thank yeah. you, Gabby. Take your time. Thank you, thank you. The rest yeah, of I'm, you. I'm really rest... interested to see what's in this beer. Yeah, like, is is this haze from like the, 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 the dry yeast? hopping yeah, or okay. is it from yeast? Yeah. Yeah, I am too. I mean, what's in there? Yeah, what's in there? I guess you <laughs> liked it, Joel. No, I just wanted to finish it for you. We were oh, at the same okay, level for a little okay, while, then I was like, I gotta finish this. Yeah. I know some of the commercially available yeasts that, that are Dortmunder, like known as Dortmunder yeasts, are low flocculation. So I would assume that this was made with something commercially available. Gotcha. That's that's a low flocculation Dortmunder yeast. So I would guess that if you looked at this It'd be Dry. a lot of the haze yeast. Of the yeast. The yeah. yeast. Yep. Kind of like a like pseudo half Yeah. You, you're not Ross. <laughs> you don't know this stuff. I don't. I did. I missed. I missed my brewing. Uh, my brewing meeting. Yeah. No. Ross is. You done need that badge, more. man. You, yeah. That badge. That's what separates him from the rest of us. Or at least a button. Something yeah. to put on your hat, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In your beard. That's true. In my beard. Just yeah. Leave it in. <laughs> thing right here yeah. yeah a little stud like well, right in your chin well i will say that was probably my favorite beer of the evening bullshit i'll agree what bullshit agree. how are you calling me what because it's not a clint beer you would what not you, you if i had to pick out of the four oh, no, this it is, is not a beer. you know why because it's from texas yeah oh no. uh, yeah he has a good point. call he does it's got have good a taste it's got <laughs> yeah. it's it's complex it's got a lot of flavors going on like i can't place them necessarily but you have the citrus notes. You have it was definitely more complex than literally the other that, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, no. Um, but it also Hops. like that fruity sweetness. Of, you know, I'm just gonna enjoy that more. Yeah, 
No, and that's that's really what you get with you know we we had old German beer. Yeah, we had, sure. You know, a, a beer from Mexico that's been made since World War One ish, somewhere around that time frame. And then we had a Czech beer that's super old. And so that's that's what you get. What you see is what you get. If you get that, then that's what you expect. But this is something that is what craft what makes craft beer great, which is like not getting the same old thing that yeah. you'd expect. Um, you get something with that has the personality of the brewer, something they decided to make, right. something that they thought about doing and executing that would be different enough that would set them apart. Sure. And I think that's why, I mean, Pilsner or Kell's been around way before craft beer, but craft beer is now blowing it out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you get. Yeah. Which is awesome. Why a bunch of the big beer companies are investing in different yeah. craft brew shops trying to capitalize on that market. Yeah. And that's why you can't buy Carbach anymore. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I know that uh, just recently too, Deep Ellum was bought by uh, by um, not Dale's Pale, Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues. Yeah. Yeah. They have a kind of a, a group, uh, an investment group that kind of kind of on the fence with Oscar Blues. Give me your Oscar Blues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because they uh, grew here. Yeah, and they they do. I mean, they they actually get quite a bit of I Texas do, ingredients. They brew in I do. I feel like Ross. But it's it's not just that. Oh, okay, whatever. And, and they have it's a restaurant. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting to see what I people like their think be- about. I like it, their right? beers. All right, I like their beers. Yeah, their burrito, their death by coconut. Really well, good. Uh, their the, death no. by coconut is real good. No, yeah. it's not. Despite what Clint says, it is really good. Did I hear we have a beer uh, burrito we have here. Burrito? We yeah, yeah. we okay. we have a uh, a sampler of Oscar Blues in the. Yeah. In the fridge, because they're I, where are they here in Austin? I actually don't know where their brewery is. In the Austin Brewery District, ah, uh, the yes. five eight, the five wait, uh, I, five eight, <laughs> five eight. Yeah, there you go. That means I, have no, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, seven eight seven five eight. Seven yeah, this is zip code. Kramer? Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it, it's it's off a of Kramer. Oh, it's by up, Surf uh, up metric. Yeah, oh, okay. So, so it's breaker metric. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes from here. Gotcha. It's kind of, it, it's north, but central north, sort of. Yeah, north central. So, Circle. Outside the box. So, who all's over but, there? But Circle's over there. Circle, Fourth Tap, pretty soon Hop Squad, which hasn't oh, okay. opened yet. Yeah. Is that a brewery uh, or just a bar, restaurant? No, it's going to be a brewery. It's a brewery. It's, it's right across the street from Culver's, the old Tops. Oh, the Culver's. Texas. Nice. Oh, the Tops got converted to a brewery? Yeah, yeah. Huh. They're working They're working okay. on opening it go. up in a few months. I'm really excited about what they're going to be doing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but all Adelbert's, that old furniture, I'm sure that yeah. adds <laughs> to the east or something. Yeah. yeah, all that wood. It's very woody. It's the wood that makes it good. Uh, yeah, but, uh, just start cutting it off, throw it in. But, it uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, cut the, two cut by the fours, fork. buddy. That's two by fours. It's, it's the yeast. future. <laughs> yeah. But they well, also have be uh, Scandinavian. So. Fourth Tap, no, no, no. Adelbert's, uh, Celis is over there. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All of those yeah. Breweries, yeah. So the 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 five eight. Yeah, yeah I know. It's serious. Oh, yeah. and uh, Austin Bear works. Oh, oh that's although right. it, it's kind of yeah. on the edge, but yeah. The only one we I haven't been to. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been to their brewery itself because yeah, it. it yeah, I mean you can walk either. you can walk down Metric and pretty much hit all the breweries, but uh, ABW is kind of like off. To I haven't the, been there in years. Yeah, that's. I mean, we went to Oscar Blues and they were the most popular place really, that day. Yeah, it, they have a big place well, and it's it's a really nice. Most well known out of. Literally all of those breweries too. They they have a really nice tap. It was brought out. It's huge. Um, but they have good beers, which I would think you know, 
bigger place. Like, eh, maybe not as good beers, but they were really good. Yeah. Force Tap, however, their beer de garde was really good. Mm. French style. More, like is, a, it, is, like that a the, is that the one we had just for King? Uh, no. When we were out there? Did you say French? Yeah, I did. Yeah, beer de garde. Yeah. You, you might have had one. I huh. didn't have it, though. I had hmm. a Kvass there, which they're bottling. Ooh, so there's one thing worse than Kansas. French people are amazing. <laughs> it's France. It's <laughs> Kansas, France. Is France. this what about Paris, Texas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Texas. Yeah. It's okay. What about Paris, Kansas? Uh, there's no such thing. There's not okay. enough people. <laughs> To make a Paris town. Monte no. Carlo for Kansas. No. Uh, well, Dodge City has a casino now. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Hey, Cutter. What's going on, Ross? Has this ever happened to you? You're now wandering around New Bronzeville's in your eye-catching sequined hill country Speedo and your beard blowing in the wind. Why are you always bringing up my sequined Speedo? And you need somewhere to cool off and wash the bacon bits out of your beard. Well, fear not, because located in the heart of New Bronzeville is Slitterbond. Slitterbond has been the ticket for family fun for nearly 40 years and has become an integrated part in the South Texas summer. That's where I get my yeast. Slitterbond was even voted world's best water park by Amusement Today, which is an actual magazine. <laughs> 3,000 subscribers. It is the original water park resort deep in the heart of Central Texas. Slitterbond grew out of a spring-fed river and German heritage of the hill country. Wait, the Germans are known for water parks? <laughs> in you don't Texas, even know, man. <laughs> they had water slides, but they made the Jews go on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Is Slitterbond paying for this? Because I sure hope not. On the banks of the Kamal River, tube chutes, rides, tube slides, and pools all use spring-fed water that always stays cool at 72 degrees and flows right back to the river, carrying a host of watches, jewelry, glasses, <laughs> flip-flops, and anything else lost on a water slide. So hold on to your sequins. At Slitterbond, <laughs> you can tube down their slides, lounge on the lazy river or have a family picnic at one of the shaded picnic tables found around the park whatever you choose to do you can be sure it'll be a blast and hoff slitterbon we haven't decapitated anyone recently <laughs> <laughs> i'll definitely be spending our advertising money next time on y'all that's good don't, don't pay ross to do your advertising yeah. <laughs> the much. texas east lab we haven't decapitated anyone yet. Hey, I think that is a selling so point. Yeah. That is that is strong, strong yeah. selling point. That is hey, what you're looking have... for <laughs> yeah. in your yeast lab. lab. Yeah, and it's we good. haven't decapitated anyone yet. Where are we at? Uh, four beers in. We're four beers in. We're four beers in, and we're being four we're beers being beers a little, we're getting into the ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah. That's, so this will be the bonus track. Since we did do a somewhat yeah. local beer, we should talk about it. Actually, the Cedar Creek Brewery. Yeah. What do we know about it? Well, we were talking about doing, you know, a Dortmund lager. Yeah, yeah. And and from what I understand, and I mean, I haven't been to Dortmund, so Makes two of I, us. yeah, exactly. And <laughs> have their lagers. <laughs> well, if it's not in Texas, I mean, why would you go there? That's true. Yeah, Dortmund, I mean, Kansas is not really that great of a place. But from what I understand, like they they have really hard water. Yeah, because they 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 have mines and limestone and just just a lot like what we do here. So the the Dortmund, I guess, adapted to that, right? Because most most yeah. lagers are made with pretty mineral free water. 
So I don't know much about the strain, about the history of it. That's why I was kind of trying to find one mm -hmm. that we could talk about. But Curiously, we talked about the grain bill earlier and how yeast, like, if it's affected by the grain bill. Like cesarean does, kind of malt. Does know. the water, like, how much does the water play a factor into any of that? Ooh, to, yeah, to the pH yeast. balance I mean, in I reaction know, to yeah, yeast we know culture. It, it, I imagine that'd be a significant player, yeah. right? So yeast will try to you know, adapt their, well, sure. it's, it's kind of an evolved trait that benefited them. Mm -hmm. So they don't try to do anything, right? But, but they benefited them to lower their environment, to lower the pH of their environment to somewhere around four mm -hmm. pH. And most wort finishes out at about five, 5.2. So, so they drop the pH and that, that eliminates, well, not eliminates, but reduces the the infections that could happen. Yeah. So it's yeah. part of their like natural defense. And, and that's why when you're brewing, you don't want your wort, your unfermented beer to sit around before you pitch yeah. your yeast. Yeah. Because, because just like penicillin, yeah. penicillin yeah. was a mold killing, they use chemical warfare against whoa, other bacteria. Whoa, whoa. Thank but, you, Louis. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in, in that way, you know, ethanol, pH, all that stuff is, is warfare against other microorganisms right. that are moving sure. on their space. Yeah. Okay. So Alcohol the harder, kills germs. Yeah. yeah. So the harder it is for, for stuff to move in or the harder it is for them to lower the pH, mm -hmm. uh, which the more carbonate you have in water, the more limestone hmm. you have in okay. water, it, it makes it harder for them to lower that pH. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's no way to predict what would happen to every yeast strain right. but but there is evolutionary pressure that'll happen over time that if if this yeast strain is slightly better at pushing that ph down that's the one that's going to survive that's the one that'll yeah, you know sense. start to adapt so right. but that comes along with traits that you may not be able to predict so over time you know what's happening is you have sierra nevada who generated a, a yeast strain that was american right and wherever that was based out of, I haven't looked to see what strain they started with, but they developed something that became the California ubiquitous. ale. Yeah. yeah, and that you know all of America's water is much harder than anything right. you get out of Pilsen. Uh, I'm sure there's a few places that have really soft water, mm -hmm. sure. but uh, so that so that water chemistry can can definitely affect the fermentation. It makes it harder for them to fight down that pH. Um, other times, if it's too soft and the strain likes to over-acidify, mm -hmm. then it can go down too low, and they can actually start to kill themselves. Hmm. Wow. So yeah. it's kind of a personality of yeast and the water that they go in, and that's part of, I mean, that's a huge part of what the, the, the time that it took to develop our growth media was about, well, a lot of it was about balancing pH versus, you know, the, the, the types of salts that are in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's a very delicate balance, and sometimes certain strains need to have different uh, salts, different pHs, different. Hmm. They call it buffering. In right. Chemistry. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Buffering power. So uh, you don't want to overwork your yeast, but sometimes you have to keep them from killing themselves. Right. Gotcha. Right. So it's it's about personality and behavior. It's very unique to every yeah. strain. Like in the in the flavor profile, we can even simplify it. It's balance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have to got to keep them balanced before you know you can do whatever you want when you make the beer with it, mm -hmm. but 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 before it gets into the beer, it needs to be balanced. It needs yeah. to have the right amount of you know chemistry inside right. of that wort. Uh, it's not just grain that goes into it because then you'd have different changes that wouldn't quite be you know good for the yeast. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that's more of a precursor to pitching in order to control. It. Like when you pitch, it's not as relevant or 
Yeah, it's like it's the lead up to it gotcha. mm-hmm. that, that really. So when you're making a starter, right, like a homebrew starter yeah. or whatever, you can you can just put you can put grain water or wort and yeast, yeah, in and it'll work. Yeah. But when you're creating yeast on an industrial scale, where it's you know you're you're concentrating it much higher, then you have problems that come up that that don't. Uh, you know, it's 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 beyond the natural state of how you know the yeast behaves. So hmm. yeah, it's. You, Gabby, do you concur over that? <laughs> I do. I, I concur. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's balanced, just like the, the number of viewers that think of oh. The Fifth Element is, oh. is a great movie. Oh, wow. And, uh, All right. Is that the your lead? That... So, very important. The most important question of the evening. We have, we have, two, we have, two, we have two questions. I think, well, yeah. This two. is the most important. Most important. Uh, I, like, so, I like the other one. but Gabby, Daniel, the question on the table is... Is The Fifth Element a good movie, or is a bad movie that is fun to watch? Oh, oh, that's a very good question. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a great movie, and I'm pretty sure we're going to dress like them for Halloween. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Nice. Wow. Well, two notches. In the lead. I'm yeah. now in the lead. Hey, Cutter. Fuck you. <laughs> there you go. All right, so our second question. Oh. Cutter, did you want to... I'll go and ask the second question. Deathbed. All right, you're on your deathbed. What's the last beer you're drinking before you die? Oh. Uh, I think we we okay. might have addressed it with you already. No. Yeah. I, we might have I already was thinking we, we might have. No. I think I drink Santa Claus. What is this? No, it's, wait, it's, uh, wait. Is that That's only available on Christmas. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Santa it's Claus. a strong Swiss just... Christmas lager, oh, and okay. it's it's fantastic. Well, so, he, wait, you he, have to die around Christmas? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Not Which I die inside around Christmas. You know, oh, so. well, there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you you got to wait a little bit if you're, yeah. No, Oren, I don't know how I'm going to die. Wait, are you asking me or telling me? He already knows when he's going to die, yeah. so there you go. There's, there's no yeah. question. Christmas. I got it planned out. It My life is very, <laughs> very rigid. So, so like, yeah. summer, he's like, I'm yeah. fucking invincible right now. <laughs> yeah. January, he's wait until it gets cold. Yeah. No. yeah. no, for me, I think it would actually be Altmaier and Lewis's Hefeweizen. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yes, uh-huh. absolutely. Uh-huh. Haven't had that one. We. Like, have we I haven't had either one of those. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, Santa Claus is hard to find. What is it? What kind of beer is it? Uh, s- super strong lager. Uh, like a winter warmer, sort of? Yeah, yeah. I think it, it, it at one point was the strongest lager in the world. It wow. might be still, wow. but it's, it's uh, shoot, it starts out at like 1.12 gravity or something like that. It's incredibly no, high. Wow. And then they have to wake it back up over the course of, I think, 8 to 10 months is how long they lager it for. No, what? Wow. So if you take that down to a final gravity of like 1.02 even, that's Nerd. that's a whole lot of alcohol. Yeah, it finishes out, I think, 1.04 is its final gravity, Damn. which is like pretty normal light logger yeah, territory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when you're starting out with your original gravity at, wow. So they took, you know, so out of this, this wine stuffener, they, they took the start of that yeah. and then created something down the road. Yeah. Same basic concept, but then evolved into something crazy. Yeah. Wow. And I, I, that's cool. I'm just a sucker for loggers at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So we've noticed. I, I, yeah, think, so yeah, we've I noticed. think we figured that out. Yeah. We could have done an easy episode. It's like, no, let's do loggers. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. do loggers. Uh, all right. I, we've talked about a lot of stuff. What are the future plans for the Texas East Lab? I mean, I know you have your 
your facility that that you're going to yeah. be moving into hopefully soon. But what do you want to really do in the future? Well, the mobile museum. I think we talked about that. That's really our end goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To partner with the mobile museum and help them extract. Well, they don't want to be mobile. Two billion year old yeast and make a beer with it. That's that's the end game. Yeast from a dying star. Yes. (laughs) Yeast from a dying star. Yes. That. Yeah, I don't know. We we talk about uh, you know our of course our next plan is to to go into our new space and then have a tap room kind of a space for people oh, yeah. to come in yeah. and try uh, what people are making around the state. Which we we want to you know we want to travel down there and you know record and once you get your tap room up and yeah. Can you talk about what city this might be in? Yeah, it's yeah. in New Braunfels. <laughs> okay. New yeah. Braunfels. Okay. So right now we're in San Marcos. That's not um, the same thing, Joel. <laughs> Yeah, that that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but are you going to be brewing your own or like just? I don't local think so. Text? Okay. Yeah, I think what we're what we're happy with is is working with collaborating with brewers. Okay. Um, yeah. You know. We, so, in your tap room, do you think are you just going to have brewers that use your yeast or? Just yeah, like, I think so. Okay. That's you know, cool. there that 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 would be it a really good place to pull your, from. Yeah, your yeah. yeast and everything. Yeah. Yeah, because we're next door to Guadalupe. Brewing. Oh, okay. So they offer. I mean, they have or a as, lot of as great people beers. in Austin would say, Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Yeah. Guadalupe. <laughs> so you know, we don't really want to come in and be like, "Oh yeah, we got eight thousand beers and blah yeah, blah blah." Yeah. But I really would like a space where people can come in, pick up their pitches, have yeah. a couple beers that are made with the yeast that they might be using for their beer, and buy a beer idea. to go. And, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but you know, that's that's that's, that's the idea. And then, we're trying know. to take down TABC. So yeah, so actually, we'll be able to do that. We'll be able to sell beer to go. Oh, what? I think so. Yeah, as long as you don't oh, really? open on site. Yeah, the permit is because we're not making it, selling it out to go. So it's we're kind of like a. Oh, so yeah. So you yeah, because you're not a brewery. Okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly. And that's a lot of it. Is it opens us up to do a lot more. Yeah, that's than, cool. Than okay. just uh, then. So so. That that's kind of what we want to do there, and then the long term, I think you know we'd like to to set up a place nearby, mm-hmm. probably keep the place where we're at because yeah, we just, have people I mean, that we work have, together with, yeah. uh, good collaboration there, and then down the road, I think I, I don't really know, you know, we we keep doing what we're doing, see where it takes us. Um, it's it's going quickly. Yeah, yeah. Right now, cool. a lot of a lot of things are happening really fast, and so what we've always done is we see what's happening. And we stay light enough and like kind of nimble enough that yeah, we can just yeah. adapt to what's to coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, like a, like a yeast strain. Yep, exactly. Yeah, evolved. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Right out of my mouth. <laughs> that's become, deep. Become I was making the, that. I was no, making no. that. That's a adapt simile I could have definitely used. Yeah. You must yeah. you must become the yeast <laughs> to control the yeast. Yes. Yeah, there is no spoon. No, I don't know. What? That doesn't. Yeah. Okay. We will be called the Texas Tasting Room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's oh, what okay. Cool. Out there. okay. Yep. And so we're we're doing stuff with wineries too, and trying to bring, you know, something something mm. different into the space. I know, you know, but how how similar is beer to wine yeast? It's it's in most cases another species. Okay. So yeah. if you want to go into, oh, no, we can have uh, three so, three wines in. So I mean, 
Yeah. So that's kind of a whole new world, right? Distilling, <laughs> wine, mead. Yeah, sure, yeah. Kind of has its own world, too, where yeah. where we kind of float in it. Uh, we don't always, you know, a lot of people use dry yeast for wine because that's one of the ones that responds really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the quality control is still there. You got to detect the Britannomyces. You got to detect the, the bacteria that are in there, malolactic fermentation. They don't want uh, any Brett in their wine? No. No. Uh, no, no. No horse blanket? No. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. So how soon can we get beat a dead horse as your number no. one? <laughs> right. Yeah. That is just the, the, the showcase beer. Is it like, yeah. are we like six months away? It's just that? dead horse IPA. No, no we're not no. six months away. We barrel age are, are we heavy first, but. Yeah. We only yeah. have live horse. <laughs> live live horse. horse. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby's a, well, Gabby's. it starts out live. <laughs> been about the live horse. So yeah, I guess that's our that's our plan. We we've started out just uh, seeing how things, you know, came at us. Yeah. Developing technology, trying to figure out scale. We figured that out, and mm-hmm. now we replicate it, and we right. see where it goes from here. Um, we've been doing that for a while now, and and it just keeps keeps growing. Yeah. So we just adapt as always. Cool. So awesome. Yeah. Stronger survive. Yeah. So can you say when you're going to move into your new facility? I wish. Or is that... Uh, we're so hoping August air. 1st. Okay. That would be about where we'd be looking. But okay. really, it's up to licensing, permits, yeah. things like that, which we can't control. Yeah. Sure. No, I, I wish. understand. Yeah. But, yeah. Fuck you, TABC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, TABC. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you have to... We, we love you. Yeah. yeah exactly. Please yeah. process our... Okay. Yeah. Please. 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 To be clear... <laughs> they love you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah three exactly. years in, <laughs> because we have no relationship with you. you <laughs> what else you got, Ross? Uh, that's it for me. I mean, uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. We had a whole lot of fun drinking some lagers with the Texas East Lab. We had Pilsner Urkel and the Porch Pounder by Cedar Creek. Yeah, which, which uh, hopefully we get to, we might see them tomorrow at the tomorrow. Salado Beer Festival, which is and where they're based out of. Which is in the past for all you listeners. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was great. But, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but we, if we get your time machine up and running, actually, you'd have to have your time machine up and running before this because if you went back in the past, it wouldn't exist anymore. Anyway, mm. all and right. You, and so, you actually buy those at threebeersinthepodcast.com. dot com. So well, time, time machines? No, yes. Just to go forward in time. No, we, we can't go back. We're still. Oh. I'm very interested. In start with shower curtains. Start with shower curtains. You wrap the shower curtain around your face, <laughs> and then when <laughs> you wake up. Right it's, it's the, future. the future. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So so be sure to check out our Threadless page, thre- <laughs> threadless.com <laughs> slash three beers in. Three, the number three beers, beers in. in. Yeah, get your time machine there, <laughs> and uh, check out our Patreon. We have a Patreon now, and we got some some pretty cool rewards. I think that nobody has has <laughs> responded to at all but uh yeah i hit strong so <laughs> you know confidence is really 90 percent of sales but yeah they, uh yeah and thanks to thanks to dan and gabby from the texas yeast lab we we yes. really we really hope to well we hope to talk to you guys again when you when yeah. you have your facility and your tap room and maybe and then free beers and everything and, and, <laughs> oh jeez wow yeah. that's, that's a lot to just throw on them like, yeah that's else. come on man they're on just the podcast toss the right grenade now. in before you yeah. close the door yeah. and, uh, we should call this free beers in <laughs> you should just try 
try to get the yeast strain from them. Come on, man. One thing at a time. We'll, we'll yeah. Homebrew yeast strains. Anyway, okay. Uh, yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Dan and Gabby for, for showing up. Thanks for, for having us. Yeah, yeah. It was really fun. Got to learn a lot about yeast. So this has been Ross. Clint. Cutter. I'm still Joel. Daniel. And Gabby. And this is the podcast. This is the podcast. Thanks for sticking around. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and tune in. If you like what you heard, rate and review us on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 3 Bears In Podcast. And check out our website, 3BeersInPodcast.com. 3, the number 3, BeersInPodcast.com. You can find information about us in the show along with the links to all of our episodes and our really cool merchandise. While you're on our site, you can tell us what you like, what you don't like. And if you don't like us, then why the hell are you still here? You should have turned us off long ago. But if you're just going to listen to us anyway, then you should probably subscribe too. And if you'd like a transcript of our podcast, write down everything that we just said. It's never a bad idea until it is. Hey, Brad, do you know what I hate? Minorities? No. I hate it when I'm at dinner parties and I feel like everyone's a little bit smarter than me. Yeah, I just don't have the time to read up on things. Well, that's a lie. I do have the time. I just want it to be easier. You know what's easier? Podcasts. That's right. And we've got a podcast, don't we? Yeah, and the whole point of it is that we do the hard work for people. We find the most interesting international news stories and discuss them in a fun and relaxed way. Probably should mention the name. Ah, good idea, Jackie. Shooting Breezes. And you can find us just about anywhere. Head over to shootingbreezes.com to find out more.